Well, hi there, folks. Welcome to Stitchfield, the podcast. Huge news. A New York Times Siena poll now has President Trump leading in five of six swing states. When it takes the poll nationwide, it's got President Trump up 48 to 44 percent over Joe Biden. But winning big in many of these swing states is huge. So the question becomes, why is the New York Times releasing this poll? What is their motivation behind it? And is the poll legit? I actually think the poll may be underestimating where President Trump's support is. But the New York Times and the mainstream media has a reason for talking about this poll the way they did all day on Sunday. It was the lead story on every network. And there's a reason for this. And it's not what you may think it is. We're going to talk about that today. Plus, Rashida Tlaib and her crazy commercial. Uh, and Stacey Abrams back at it. Election denialism. We call her out for being the hypocrite that she is. All of that on Stinchfield. Remember, this podcast is brought to you by Midas Gold Group. MidasGoldGroup.com, 855-322-GOLD. Now's the time to put your money into precious metals. I trust the guys at Midas Gold Group. I urge you to give them a call. MidasGoldGroup.com, MidasGoldGroup.com. Let's get the party started, folks. Uncensored and unapologetic. This is Stenchfield. Here's your host, Grant Stenchfield. All right, don't forget GrantStinchfield.com, GrantStinchfield.com. Please subscribe to the podcast. Uh, If you're watching live on Getter, Facebook, Rumble, I thank you for that. Like, comment, and share this stream when it is over. It is so important that we spread this message. So, as I told you, President Trump up big, according to this New York times Siena poll. Now, the New York Times, clearly a bastion of liberalism, has uh, no reason to rig the poll with President Trump up. Well, they might. I actually think, if anything, they downplayed it. I think the numbers may even be bigger than Trump up 48 to 44 percent. But I think the New York Times and the rest of the mainstream media is releasing this poll because they are setting the stage that the barn is on fire. They are forcing the hand of Joe Biden that he's got to get out. They're pushing this to the base that Joe Biden is a disaster now and they need a new candidate. And so this is why I think the mainstream media was pushing this story today beyond any other story out there. Uh, This is them over on ABC. George, voters are just plain frustrated across the board. 76% of adults in this poll say the country is headed in the wrong direction. Only 23%, less than a quarter of the country, say that we're headed on the right track. And the issues that are animating voters' frustration, it's almost unspeakably vast and broad. Economy, 74% of Americans say it's very important to them personally. 69% say the same about inflation. Those are issues in our poll that tend to favor Republicans. Voters say they trust Republicans more than Democrats on those issues. All right, so the media obviously breathless over this country in the wrong direction. The country headed in the wrong direction. Is it on the right track or the wrong track? Um, And then when it comes to where President Trump stands in all of this, I'm going to put up the chart here. And let's talk about this because there's some real big surprises here. Um with the at least size of lead that Trump has in some of these swing states. First and foremost being Nevada. Nevada, Trump has a 10-point lead, according to the New York Times-Siena poll, 52 to 41%. That's a state Biden won before. This is a year before the election, just about one year to the nose before the election. 
Then you've got Georgia. Trump is up six points in Georgia. Now, remember in Georgia, we had the situation where two Democrat senators won. Now, all of this hinges on a fair election, right? We know that none of this means anything if the Democrats are willing to lie, cheat, and steal, and certainly I think they're capable of doing it. Certainly I think we have not gotten our house in order when it comes to all of this. So uh, that's a big what if. But if it is fair, according to the voters surveyed, Arizona, President Trump has a five-point lead. Michigan, Trump has a five-point lead. Pennsylvania, a state I don't think a Republican has a chance of winning ever, ever again. It says here that Trump has a four-point lead in Pennsylvania. And the only state where Joe Biden is winning is in Wisconsin. That's plus two. That's within the margin of error, um, which all of this leads me to believe that President Trump could easily, easily go on a total tear and red wave it straight across the country. Now, that's the kind of thing that I like to hear. And I also like to hear the mainstream media sweating uh, all of uh, sweating all of this stuff. This is CNN talking about the Trump poll and his, his lead. The New York Times in the right about it says, in a remarkable sign of a gradual racial realignment between the two parties, the more diverse the swing state, the farther... Mr. Biden was behind, and he led only in the whitest of six. Do you see what she's saying there? That according to this poll, the more diverse the swing state is, the further behind Joe Biden falls. Why? By and large, African-American men, black men, are now coming out in large support of President Trump. Hispanic men, too. Uh, and, and Hispanics in general are now pushing towards Republican as they see the economy as a big thing and they also see the open borders. And I'll tell you, black folks see the open borders as a real threat to themselves uh, as well. So we're going to keep talking about this because there are some Democrats now who say this is the first time they're worried. Now, I think they march these Democrats out there because what you're hearing in many respects, does amount to propaganda. They want to scare Democrats into rallying around another candidate. They're scaring Democrats to try to force Joe Biden out to say, hey, look at this. Look at this disaster. Look at this dumpster fire of a presidency. We need a new candidate. That's what I think is at play here. All right, um, folks, I want to tell you uh, about my friends over at Defender Gear. You see this shirt that I'm wearing? Why are we whispering, it says. Um, It says, why are we whispering? Because you're saying to the rest of the world, I'm not whispering. Not going to whisper and uh, try me. Uh, This is from defender-gear.com. And uh, I'll tell you, this is a symbol of, I would say, love for a great nation. When you wear Defender gear, you're telling the rest of the world you love America. That symbol is Defender gear. All right. It's not just about clothing. It's about making a statement. When you walk into a room with a shirt that says, why are we whispering? Everybody's going to know exactly where you come from. And you're probably the one guy in there that is not whispering. So we are tired with the power hungry politicians, tired of tyranny, 
standing boldly against all of that. That's where Defender Gear comes in. And, folks, it really is. It's a family uh, that you are becoming a part of, a team, an army. So here's the website I want you to go to, defender-gear.com forward slash grant. Use promo code GRANT15 for 15% off. Defender-gear.com forward slash grant. Grant15 for 10% off. And they have a whole slew of shirts for both men and women. And they are great quality. You get the flag on your shoulder as well, which is uh, which is great. Defender-gear.com forward slash grant. Grant15. Use that promo code. All right, folks. Um, so with this disastrous disastrous poll and i'll put the numbers up one more time just so you can see them um nevada up 10 georgia up six arizona up five michigan up five pennsylvania up five only wisconsin does president trump trail joe biden by two points um that's disastrous with that out what does the mainstream media do the mainstream media marches out well i believe they're soldiers Okay, their soldiers are elected leaders and pundits designed to push a message to the Democrats. This is uh, Congresswoman Jayapal, who's a total radical, on with uh, the president, President Biden's uh, former spokesperson. Um, uh, so let's let's play this, and you may or may not be surprised by it. But I will tell you, this is the first time, Jen, that I have felt like the 2024 election is in great trouble for the president and for our democratic control, which is essential to moving forward. So she says this is the first time that the election is in jeopardy, that we are in trouble as Democrats, she says. What is the motive? What is going on here? Well, I will tell you the Democrats are in trouble. The poll that we're talking about today shows that that they are in trouble. Feelings of Democrats, feelings of Americans, feelings of all of us with an economy in jeopardy, knowing that we are in trouble with wide open borders, enemies on the move, wars in multiple continents. It's a bad spot to be in right now, and it is all caused because of Joe Biden weakness. So the media goes literally on the warpath over this poll, pushing it on every talk show. And again, They are trying to get Democrats everywhere to call for Joe Biden to step down. Now, they know Kamala Harris is not capable of this, of becoming president or beating President Trump. So they have a real problem on their hands. And if you can believe it, ABC This Week with Stepanopoulos actually talked about this. They actually brought up the prospect of getting Joe Biden out of there for 2024. This is stunning, folks. This is probably going to lead to a lot of Democrats increasing the chatter that Joe Biden should step aside and, and, and make room for another Democrat. And I think the problem that Democrats have is they don't know who that Democrat would be right now. I don't think that uh, people look at Kamala Harris and feel like she is ready to take that step forward. They look across the rest of the party, governors, senators, mayors, House members, and they're struggling to figure out who they could put up if it's not Joe Biden. And so I think the reality is Democrats are probably going to run Joe Biden. Well... If that's the case, that's probably the best situation for President Trump. Now, that brings into the whole situation of the impeachment inquiry. We know that he's not going to be impeached because we know we can't get those votes through the Senate. So maybe you batter him up real good. You bring that impeachment. 
You have the trial. You, you get them impeached in the House and have the trial in the Senate. Batter them up real good. Let the American public know all the corruption that was going on with Joe Biden. Let him run for the presidency. because He's not going to actually be impeached uh, or, or convicted of the impeachment. So you beat him up as much as you can. He's the best candidate that Trump could run against. You know who the other option is, and it really is frightening to me. But the other option, of course, is Gavin Newsom. That's who they would put up if they could, is Gavin Newsom. And uh, and that is not a, a good thing at all. Now, how did they get to this spot? Well, they got to this spot because Joe Biden is so weak. Because Joe Biden has no leadership skills. Because everything Joe Biden has done has failed. Every foreign policy decision he has made has failed. Every domestic policy decision he has made, he failed. When you just think about oil and the wars going on across the globe, I've told you this many times, but it's very, very important that you understand this. The price of oil dictates whether or not enemies have the money to wage war against our allies. Vladimir Putin can't go into Ukraine unless oil is $90, $100 a barrel or more. He doesn't have any money. He can't produce oil like we can. So he needs oil up. Joe Biden shuts drilling down the United States. America loses energy independence. The price of oil skyrockets. What happens? Vladimir Putin goes on the move. Same thing with Iran. Iran is flush with cash. You know, Joe Biden first gave him $10 billion unlocked. Then Joe Biden unlocked the $6 billion that we've been talking about. He lifts all the sanctions against Iran, which allows Iran to start selling oil. And oil, by the way, that's now $80, $90, $100 a barrel, meaning Iran has $80 billion more than it did each year under Joe Biden than it did under President Trump. Iran was flat out busted under President Trump. But Joe Biden throws him a lifeline. So what does Iran do? Iran funds Hamas and Hezbollah. They wage war on Israel. Now we're in that situation. Oil is everything. And Joe Biden made the worst decision possible when it comes to oil, to cut our energy production, to wage war on fossil fuels. And he put everybody on the move. I'm going to play a soundbite from Governor Glenn Youngkin of Virginia. Uh, Not my favorite guy in the world, but he sums up Biden's weakness uh, in a pretty darn good fashion. But before I do that, I want to tell you about this movie that's out called Police State. I have been pushing this movie for a while now, um, and and it is fabulous, okay? We know that the government has been relentless in its persecution of conservatives. America, we know and love, is a police state. This movie proves it. You know it already, but you got to see it spelled out the way only Dinesh can do it. The FBI has turned its its eyes away from the real dangers, focusing on all of you. We've got a totalitarian agenda that's treating conservative Americans like criminals. And all of this is spelled out in the movie. Now, it's directed by Dinesh D'Souza, Debbie D'Souza, and Bruce Schooley. Police state is sounding the alarm, folks. This is a great precursor as we head into 2024, this election year. You need to see this movie, okay? So you can buy it or stream it now. Here's the website, policestatefilm.net. Policestatefilm.net. 
policestatefilm.net. That's where I want you to go. Buy it or stream it now, policestatefilm.net. All right, I told you I would play Governor Glenn Iyengen. Um Here he is talking about Joe Biden's weakness. In all candor, the chaos that we see around the world and at home is, is his projected weakness. International foreign policy has resulted in multiple uh, spots of chaos from Israel to Ukraine to China. His, his foreign policy weakness, again, has resulted in bad adversaries being funded like Iran. And then we see his weakness at our border, which has turned every state into a border state. So you see, this is on ABC this week again. In miraculous fashion, ABC dedicated its Sunday morning talk show to explaining why Joe Biden is so bad, even bringing on Democrats to do it. They didn't have just Republicans do it. They bring on Democrats to do it, too. And they explain why Joe Biden is so bad because the mainstream media, who I told you, the mainstream media calls the shots. They're the bosses. The elected leaders aren't anymore. The Democrats aren't the leaders. The mainstream media is calling the shots in this country. They are directing what they want Democrats to do and how to do it. So now they're directing Democrats to get rid of Joe Biden so they can try to beat President Trump because they know that uh, Joe Biden can't. Not the way the country's going right now. So Glenn Youngkin, who is a popular guy in Virginia, he's not really super popular among strong conservatives, but he does the trick spelling it out. The free flow of illegal drugs and crime has really invaded everywhere. We have five Virginians a day on average that die from fentanyl overdoses. And of course, the chaos in our economy is not only hurting Virginians and Americans, but it projects weakness around the world yet again. And so I wish he weren't our president. We can't afford to have him be our president again. Uh, And Virginians are telling me every single day that these issues, these issues of jobs and inflation and public. Well, first, let me say. You hear what Glenn Young can said about fentanyl. Who's responsible for that? Joe Biden unleashed China. We know China is responsible for that. China is ultimately responsible for Iran. Iran is responsible for everything going on in Israel right now. So all of it leads back to Joe Biden. I know it sounds like a funny way to get there, like, you know, seven ways to Sunday, but it all leads back to Joe Biden. And the fentanyl stuff that's going on in this country, Joe Biden sends his team over to meet with Xi Jinping, Gavin Newsom goes over to meet Xi Jinping, and nobody brings up fentanyl. Nobody wants to talk to it about Xi Jinping using it as a weapon against Americans. It is a bomb that is going off in this country, and Xi Jinping knows it, and Democrats refuse to confront him on it. I promise you President Trump would. And then, of course, there's the economy. Telling me every single day that these issues, these issues of jobs and inflation and public safety and great education for their children are so important. That's where we need to be focused. And common sense policies do work. We've demonstrated it in Virginia. And I'm looking forward to having Virginians come to the polls on Tuesday and hopefully hold our house, flip our Senate so we can do even more to drive Virginia forward. Well, it'd be great. And I want to keep Virginia in Republican hands 100 percent. But. I think the the great news for all of us is that even liberal outlets like the New York Times is coming up with anywhere between 67 and 76% of America feels we're headed in the wrong direction. That's on Democrats. 22% say we're headed in the right direction. I don't know who that can be because even now Joe Biden's super problem with the radical left. 
the radical left that's supporting Palestine for whatever reason, it doesn't make any sense. As by the way, this this weekend, Joe Biden went on vacation again. He's pushing 400 days on vacation. He went back to his beach house in uh, in Delaware, and I I screenshotted the places that Joe Biden has gone instead of Palestine, Ohio, Palestine, Ohio. Remember where the train derailment was? Joe Biden still has yet to visit that. But he's been to Delaware 23 times, Pennsylvania 10 times, Maryland 7 times, Camp David 8 times, California 4 times, New York 4 times, Virginia 4 times. Heck, he even went to Alaska 3 times, but not East Palestine, Ohio. Joe Biden can't visit East Palestine. Kenny, he went to Germany twice, Maine twice, and uh, of, of course, he can go everywhere except East Palestine. It's amazing. And he, go, of course, spends most of his time in office uh, on vacation, uh, which is not a good thing um, at all. All right. Have you heard this Rashida Tlaib commercial? Um, let's play it. And then we'll talk about it and we'll, we'll show you what Democrats are refusing to do when it comes to this Tlaib commercial. Um, this was bad. This is her calling out Joe Biden. Again, do you see the theme? Everybody's going after Joe Biden. We stand with Israel. So these are shots of horrific scenes in Gaza. And now Michigan with thousands of people marching in support of Gaza, Palestine, Pennsylvania, support of Palestine. No peace on stolen land. land. That's in Illinois. And I describe this for you because some of you are listening on the podcast. So it's all of the shots of, of the horrific situation in Palestine where we're told innocents are bombed out. I don't know if it's propaganda video or not, but they're horrific images. Let's just say that. Combined with marches in the United States, thousands of people, free, free Palestine, from the river to the sea, which is an absolute anti-Semitic slogan saying you want to do away with Israel. And then Rashida Tlaib pops up in the middle of this commercial. Mr. President, the American people are not with you on this one. Innocent civilians are going to be hurt going forward. I wish I could tell you something different. I wish that that wasn't going to happen, uh, but it is it is going to happen. I want to thank President Biden for his unequivocal support. We will remember in 2024. Joe Biden supported the genocide of the Palestinian people, it reads. The American people will not forget. <laughs> that from Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib, who is supposedly Palestinian, and she has been just absolutely disgusting in her support of Hamas and the genocide of Israeli civilians. 
1,500 of them slaughtered. And she puts out this commercial, Joe Biden, we'll, we won't forget this in 2024. What does that mean? You're going to vote for a Republican, Rashida Tlaib? I don't think so. So who are your supporters going to vote for? You're going to sit on the sidelines? If that's the case, you got big trouble, Joe Biden. This Palestine Hamas support that is driving uh, like wildfire across your, your party is going to split the Democrats apart. and It's going to really hurt them come 2024. All right, folks, I'm going to play for you uh, some Democrats like Bernie Sanders and Congresswoman Barbara Lee of California uh, who refuse to denounce Rashida Tlaib. Um, But before I do that, folks, I want to tell you about my friends over at Midas Gold Group. When we look at the chaos going on in the world, I think now is the time it's become pretty clear that you should put your money into precious metals. 855-322-GOLD is the number to call, 855-322-GOLD. Or just go to MidasGoldGroup.com. There's plenty of resources there. Here's the great thing about Midas Gold Group. They've been doing this for years. So many of my listeners and viewers use Midas Gold Group, and and they are all very, very happy. In fact, I see listeners and viewers out all the time, and they tell me they use Midas Gold Group, and they're very happy. Here's the other thing. I use Midas Gold Group, and I know these guys. They're veteran-owned. They're conservatives. They believe in the things we do, and um, I'm huge fans of these guys and I trust them. I wouldn't be pushing this if I didn't have uh, ultimate trust in this for a big financial commitment. But no deal is too big or too small. You just want to buy a coin, they'll do that too. MidasGoldGroup.com, MidasGoldGroup.com. Pay them a visit. All right, I told you um, I would play for you uh, some responses to Rashida Talib's um, commercial. Remember, from the Palest- from from uh, the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Rashida Tlaib has embraced that mantra. Now, this is Barbara Lee, Congresswoman in California. Um, let's see uh, what she has to say. I do also want to ask you, Congresswoman, about your Democratic colleague, uh, Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib, who is the only Palestinian American in Congress. Tonight, she put out a new video accusing President Biden of supporting, I'm quoting from the video now, the genocide of the Palestinian people. Do you agree with that sentiment? I have not seen the video, and I know Congresswoman uh, Tlaib, uh, her grandmother and her family, uh, they are in Ramallah. And uh, I understand the personal aspects of this and the trauma and the fear that she has. And so every member has their own points of views. Every member understands what is important and what believes will lead to a path to peace. I have stated this over and over and over again, that even though those uh, in Israel and in Palestine, many do not support a two-state solution, it is the policy of the Biden administration to support a two-state solution. And I think we need to look at beyond these, uh, this war and these hostilities, what next? What will be uh, the United States' role in trying but to bring... So she talks in circles. She talks round and round, but she will not denounce the anti-Semitic rhetoric coming out of Rashida Tlaib's mouth. Do, some some permanency Biden, to peace and security. Do you think President Biden is supporting the genocide of the Palestinian people. Those are harsh words from a Democrat for a Democratic president. Do you support that? First, let me say, I think the president uh, needs to speak very clearly 
about a ceasefire. That's my position with regard to the administration. Recognize a ceasefire. Do you see what these people want? A ceasefire. They are using this war to push their oppression narrative. I talk about it all the time. This is what it is. Minorities have globbed onto this. The Black Lives Matter crew, the Antifa crew, that, oh, Israel, the white people in Israel are oppressing the minority Muslims in Palestine. Give me a break. Palestine wants Israel and the Jewish people in that country eradicated. Does Barbara Lee understand that? Or is she openly and knowingly pushing this division narrative of oppression just to move her own narrative of a Black Lives Matter nonsense? That we support Israel's security. We support their rights to defend themselves. And in fact, we know that uh, Hamas is a terrorist organization and we know that they do, Hamas does not reflect the majority of the Palestinian people. And so the president is trying to thread that needle, but I hope that he calls for a ceasefire within the context of supporting Israel and its security. A ceasefire. Do you expect anybody to sit back and stop trying to hunt down the people that massacred your family members, your fellow citizens, your neighbors, your loved ones? Of course not. But Democrats do, I guess, because to them it's more about politics than it is about what's right and wrong. This is a battle of good versus evil in Israel right now. Okay, but you're not going to say whether you agree with Congresswoman Tlaib's comments that he's supporting the genocide of the Palestinian people. What I am saying is I will tell you what I say, and Congresswoman Tlaib, uh, once again, you've got to understand Congresswoman Tlaib's points of views and her personal uh, history with uh, her family and her grandmother in, in Ramallah. Whatever. This is a huge problem for Joe Biden because now he had a staunch supporter in Barbara Lee now refuses to back him up when when Rashida Tlaib says that he's supporting the genocide of Palestinians. My Lord. Then, of course, there's this clown on with CNN's Dana Bash. I'm talking about Bernie Sanders. Now, Bernie Sanders, I believe, is Jewish. I believe so. I also understand, and I know you know that words matter. And I want to ask about what she I, said. I don't, in, look, look well, word, what, no, words matter, but what matters more, Dana, is you have a horrible humanitarian disaster that has to be dealt with right now. You call it whatever you want to call it. It has to be dealt with. Women and children cannot be bombed with 2,000-pound bombs. And we need the entire world So when world she says to, from the to river to that. the sea, when she says from the river right. to the sea, which the ADL says is anti-Semitic, she says it's aspirational, but the ADL says it is anti-Semitic, do you want her to stop using terms like that? Well, and others and others. Oh, you know, it's not what I want and anything else. This is what you got. President Obama just said the other day, I think, quite correctly, and we all got to deal with it. This is an enormously complex issue. And slogans like the river to the sea, if, if that means the destruction of Israel, that's not going to work. People who are saying Israel, right or wrong, we're for you all the way, that's not going to work. This is a horrendously complex issue. You've got a right-wing government in Israel, which is racist. And the You see, so he just did it. He's pushing the narrative too. A right-wing government that is racist. Well, who are they racist? Against Muslims? The Palestinians were cheering, whether you're a member of Hamas or not, they were cheering the 1,500 slaughtered Jewish people. They were cheering that happening. 
Where does he come up with this that they're racist? This is just a narrative. It's propaganda. People, by the way, the good news is last poll I saw only 18% of the people of Israel want Netanyahu to stay in office. I hope they get rid of him. I hope they put in a government which understands the... Oh, shut up. I, I, at some point, you know, I can't even take listening to people like him and Barbara Lee because they're lying to you. And they know they're lying to you. All they want is a Marxist agenda of dividing this nation so they can conquer this nation and get ultimate power over the people who have no power for themselves because all their money has been stripped away and handed to big government. This is the kind of nonsensical bullcorn that that I can't take anymore, quite frankly. All right, folks, uh, listen to me. I want you to pay a visit to my friends over at Patriot Mobile. You know my phone is a Patriot Mobile phone, and uh, uh, I am uh, such a big fan of of Patriot Mobile. They are fabulous, great service, 100% U.S.-based Customer service, by the way, which is absolutely huge when it comes down to things like that. So what I want you to do is go to patriotmobile.com forward slash grant. Patriotmobile.com forward slash grant. Use the promo code grant for free activation. And uh, I will tell you that Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer dependable coverage on all three networks, so you get the best possible service in your area minus the leftist propaganda. So when you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending a message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, the Constitution, our veterans, our military, our police, our first responders, you name it. The things we support, the Bible, all of these things. So please switch to Patriot Mobile today. PatriotMobile.com forward slash grant. 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT. Do it today. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Um, all right, I told you I wouldn't disappoint you. Stacey Abrams is back in the news, and she's talking about Kamala Harris. I told you everything's about racism. Why do we think that Kamala Harris is an idiot? Not because she describes community banks as being banks that are in the community. Uh, No, not because artificial intelligence is two words, as she describes, AI, artificial intelligence, but because we're all racist. She's black. That's why we don't like her, according to Stacey Abrams. I wanted to ask you about the vice president, because she has been under a huge amount of scrutiny through her entire time in office. I think there's a lot of reasons for this. But I want to ask you, as a prominent woman of color who's run for office, do you think she would be receiving these same critiques if she was a white man? No. No, not at all. Of course not. Of course, because President Trump didn't receive any criticism at all, but he was a white guy. Jim Jordan doesn't receive any criticism at all. He's a white guy. Uh, The New York Times called me racist a few years back. I'm a white guy. So white guys don't make you immune to criticism. What is she talking about? We will always question the person behind the person. But we cannot ignore that misogyny and racism remain very prevalent in our politics. And for those behaviors that don't rise to either misogyny or racism, there's also just the difference. Our expectations are set for 
the traditional white male vice president. I hate to break the news to Stacey Abrams, but the Republican Party, as far as diversity of leadership goes, is far more diverse than the Democrat Party is. Just look at who's running for president against President Trump. Now, none of them have any shot, but you got Tim Scott, a black man. You've got Nikki Haley, uh, who's of Indian descent. Um, you've You've got a whole slew of people, Vivek Ramaswamy. Then, of course, you've got other white guys involved. But we have women, we have blacks, we have Indian, we have all shapes, sizes, colors. Shapes, you can throw Chris Christie in there. He falls in under the shape category. <laughs> but we're far more diverse than, than the Democrat Party is, especially when it comes to leadership. How dare she throw those stones? But that's what Stacey Abrams does. And that's, again, about dividing us. Do you see the theme here? It is all about dividing us. All right, folks, that's going to do it for us today. Um, If you get a chance, uh, I would say give my friend over at MyPillow a a visit, MyPillow.com forward slash Grant. Use the promo code Grant for deep discounts, MyPillow.com. Christmas is coming up. Uh, You can get great gifts at MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com forward slash Grant. Use the promo code Grant. Do it today. And, of course, don't forget, go to GrantStinchfield.com. Subscribe to the podcast. Spread the word. You can watch episodes, past episodes there. Of course, on Rumble, Getter, Facebook as well. If you're watching this live, I am grateful for you for that. Um, Spread the word. Hit the like button. Comment. Share the video as well. Folks, thank you so much. Stinchfield's Army Rolls. Thanks to all of you. See you on The Real America's Voice Show tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Time.